0: Are you ever in a bad mood? Uh, at our house, that's a really bizarre question uh, because at our house, we're absolutely committed to having fun every day, laughing every day, and just being happy people every day. So when somebody says to Cayman or I, are you ever in a bad mood? We, we just, we laugh. And it's interesting because I've been married to Cayman for 25 years. We've known each other for m- many more years than that. And uh, he's always exactly the same. He's just happy all the time. And he's not "Ah!" exuberant and jumping around like a lunatic happy. Uh, He's just a cool, calm, contented, happy person. And why am I sharing that with you? Because the reverse of that is every day uh, somebody will share with me, and I talk to people from all over the world and I have Max International exercise professionals and business professionals literally from all over the world, and they share with me that one of their challenges is people and people's moods. Uh, This scary uh, anticipation of when I go home to my partner Or when I go to work tomorrow to see my boss, or when I have to go to school tomorrow with the other school teachers, I don't know what to expect. Uh, Sometimes my partner's a happy, positive person, other times they're really grumpy. Uh, Sometimes my boss is a really nice person, and sometimes they're a horrible person. Uh, My friends, sometimes they treat me really nicely, and sometimes they treat me really badly. And I find that really interesting, and I can't do anything about what other people do but I am talking uh, directly to you and from my heart to yours is what kind of person do you want to be and what do you want your reputation to be and for me for somebody to think I don't know what to expect when I come in contact with Roe is she going to be happy or is she going to be miserable I often get this which is the opposite people say to me I don't need to ask you how you are because I know that you're awesome and a lot of people say that to me on on a literally on a daily basis so have I always been like that and, and can you change? And I think, apart from that being a really great question, because often people will say, no, people don't change. And I'll give you some examples. I'm Italian, I'm always going to be passionate and I'm going to get angry. Or uh, I'm a woman, so sometimes I'm going to be grumpy or I'm going to be miserable. Or I'm a bloke, I'm stressed because work's really hard, so of course I'm going to get angry. I'm only human, humans get angry or humans get upset or humans are miserable sometimes or we can't be happy all the time. Well, that statement's true, obviously, because if you say I can't be happy all the time or if you say I'm stressed or if you say I'm miserable or if you say my life is terrible, uh, does that become the truth? Because if you've told yourself something, is it possible that your brain accepts that to be the truth? If you decide that you don't want to live your life like that, and that's exactly what happened to me, and I remember it very specifically because I had in my life people that used to lose their temper a lot I had people in my life that were angry. I had people that were mean and nasty. I had bullies. And I observed that and said, I don't want to live my life like that. I don't want to have negativity. I don't want to have anger. I don't want to have stress in my life. I want to have a happy life. And it was a very distinct decision And here's a great question. If I can make that decision, is it possible that everybody could make that decision? And I've always lived my life like that, so obviously that's what I believe. If you decide that you want your life to be different. Now, can I change other people? And, of course, the answer is no. I have tried. I've tried to convince people that they can be happy. I've I've, aim to deliver as much information as I possibly can on how to be happy, how to have a great life, how to have a career that you love, how to be healthy, fit and strong, how to be passionate. I always wrap up the Max International Colleges program. There's four parts to our program. Number one is how to be healthy, fit and strong yourself and help everybody in your life to be healthy, fit and strong. Number two is how to have a career or business that is successful and profitable that you love. Number three is how to be financially free because I became aware at a very young age age that finances can cause a lot of stress and a lot of hassle and a lot of unhappiness and obviously if you are financially free we don't have to worry about money anymore that could be very helpful in your quest for being happy and number four is beautiful people in your life and how do you communicate effectively to attract great people into your life whether that's a partner or your communication with your family, or your communication with your members, your clients, your students, your athletes, your congregation, your employees, is it important to have great people in your life and to be able to communicate with them effectively? So the MAX program is literally four parts, healthy, fit and strong, you and everybody else in your life, career or business that you love, how to be financially free, and how to have great people in your life, including how to have a great relationship with yourself. Now, it's interesting, uh, if I have all of those going, if I've got those four areas of my life sorted, uh, am I more likely to be happy? And often people say that, of course, you can be happy if you've healthy, fit and strong, got a career that you love, you're financially free and you've got great people in your life, really easy to be happy. Well, I'd like to perhaps consider the, the opposite to that. Is it possible that all of those things are more likely to happen if you are happy? Are you more likely to want to exercise, to want to be healthy, fit and strong if you are happy? And the interesting connection there, of course, is that when you exercise, you produce happy drugs, so you can't be unhappy. So that maybe those two go together. Is it possible then that if you if you get healthy, fit, and strong? So for me as an exercise professional, to me that's the answer for everything. Because if you're healthy, your body's healthy, and your brain is mentally healthy, fit, strong, tough, is it possible then that you're more likely to have a career or business that you love? You're more likely to make better decisions about your, uh, your customers, your clients, your business set up, the way you produce a great business. Is it possible that you make better decisions about your money so you'll stop wasting your money, and you'll start doing effective things with it so you can be financially free? And if you're a healthy, fit, strong person who, who loves who you are and you've got a career or business that you love and you're financially free, is it more likely that you'll attract great people into your life? Now, I'd like to think that it doesn't matter if you don't. Uh, If you really love who you are, is it possible that the people that you attract into your life will just add value to your life? They're not going to be the reason that you're happy. So I'm going to ask that question again. A lot of people think that if I'm fit and strong, a lot of people say that if I lose weight, I'll be so much happier. But if you're healthy, fit and strong, if you've got a career or business that you love, if you're not financially free and if you have great people in your life, are you more likely to be happy? Or... If you are happy and you put everything into place to be a happy, positive person, are you more likely to have all of those things going for you? Now, as an exercise professional and as a leader, and I'll ask that very personally as I always do, if you are a coach, if you're a boss, if you're a parent, if you're a teacher, if you're a pastor, do you have a responsibility to the people in your life? To be a great person, and I think it 's a really important question Is it your responsibility to be a happy person? Is it your responsibility to make sure that the the person that you are is capable of appreciating all of those things because and I often ask this question. Have you met wealthy people who are miserable? Have you met people that have a great career? They're a musician or they're a comedian or they're a a movie star or a sports star and they're still miserable, they're depressed and angry. Have you met people who are in great shape? They've got ripped abdominals and they look gorgeous, but they're miserable. I don't want that for anybody and I'm wondering what the connection is and how. what do I have to do as a leader to make sure that everybody understands that connection, which is of course what I've been studying all of my life. What's the connection between the brain and the body? What's the connection between being a happy person and being a successful person? or is that the definition? Is it possible that happiness is, is the definition of success? If you've got all of those things going for you, you can be multi-millionaire but still be miserable, obviously money doesn't make you happy. You can have ripped abdominals and have a beautiful body, but if you're miserable, obviously having ripped abdominals doesn't make you happy. So what is it that makes us happy? And it's not quite as tough as it sounds. Uh, after my many, many years of study and uh, research and analyzation, my favorite word that doesn't exist, uh, did you know that when you when you produce happy drugs, your own happy drugs, the neurochemistry in your brain that makes you feel happy, serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin, brain-derived neurotropic factor, endorphins, happy drugs, that you cannot be unhappy. If you've got a brain full of those things, and that's what pharmaceuticals do. People take... Uh, pharmaceutical antidepressant drugs to try and get the right balance of serotonin, dopamine, brain derived neurotropic factor, oxytocin, endorphins in their brain. But if you are a fit, strong, healthy person, if you puff on a regular basis, and that's the key there, it's not the exercise that makes you happy, it's the high intense activity that forces your brain to change. Uh, Happiness, technically, is physiology, not psychology. I can stand here all day and say, I'm happy, 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 and still be miserable. But if I sprint really hard for 10 seconds and I pump happy drugs into my brain, I actually can't be unhappy. And this is the thing that I'm asking if you are a parent, a teacher, a coach, a pastor, a boss, a leader. Uh, When people come in contact with you, is it possible that they deserve somebody that isn't moody? Uh, it's one of those things that I'm... It, there's very few things that I find fascinating. And I, when I use the word fascinating, it's my replacement for frustrating or make me angry. Uh, I don't I don't understand bad moods. And I find it really difficult to deal with because you're either happy or you're unhappy. Uh, and if you're unhappy because uh, something's going on in your life, you can spit really hard or you can change what's going on to make it better. I'll reverse that. If you uh, can't change what's going on, then why would you be unhappy about it? Because you have no control over it. And to me, that's just logic. So if people say to me, look, I'm really unhappy because it's raining, that doesn't make any sense to me because you can't control the weather. That means you can only ever be happy when it's sunny. And that just doesn't make sense to me. I'd be so much happier if I lost weight. Well, What if you don't? Does that mean you're going to be miserable for the rest of your life? Surely that's not an option. I'll be so much happier if I'm wealthy. Well, there are ways to become wealthy, but I'll ask the question again. Are there people who are very wealthy who are very miserable? So obviously that actual, if I have money, I'll be happy is not true. Uh, Money doesn't make us happy. Is it possible that we get to choose and is it possible as a leader in whatever area and for me parenting and being a teacher and being an educator, being a boss, they're really important roles in society, yeah? And I ask this very personal and confrontational question, when people come in contact with you, every time they come in contact with you, are you the same or do people have to hold their breath? Uh, because they're not sure whether you're going to be happy or unhappy. I had one of my students say to me, "Uh, I've got this great wife. Uh, 50% of the time, she's awesome. The other 50% of the time, uh, she scares the hell out of me. I come home, knock on the door, or go inside and hope she's going to be in a good mood today. I don't want that for anybody. I don't want people to have to live like that. There's a very uh, argumentative statement that says you're either a really nice person all of the time, Or you're a grumpy, horrible person that's nice some of the time. Uh, And none of that sounds nice to me. How about you? Here's a great question. Who are you? And then be that person. And if you're a grumpy person, just at least be that all the time so people know what to expect. It's a bit like customer service. When you go to a great restaurant, you get great customer service. Yay, fantastic. Fantastic. But how annoying is it when every time you go there, you're not sure whether the service is going to be good or bad? You end up not going, yeah? Because you're not sure what to expect. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. Sometimes we go to a restaurant that's got really crappy service just because the food's good. So we know the service is going to be bad, but we go anyway because the food's really good. But at least we know what to expect. It's this that becomes very complicated. And if our kids are going to grow up as happy, well-adjusted, Non moody, positive people. Do we need to set the example for that? Uh, are we living as somebody who is sometimes happy and sometimes miserable, sometimes Wah! sometimes <sighs> whatever situation comes across our path? And this is the the thing I love most about my husband. I love a lot of things about the in but this is what I love the most. Whether it's happy or sad, rainy or sunny highly stressful situation or happy fun situation, terrible day, great day, on holidays or working 24 hours today, always the same, always cool, calm and collected, always positive, always looking at the bright side, always the same. So I know exactly what to expect. Uh, and as I shared when I was a very young girl, I watched other people live their life different to that and I didn't want to live my life like that. And maybe that's why I wanted to have somebody as gorgeous as came out in my life, somebody that is happy all of the time. And not happy because or not happy if or not happy when, just happy. And that's beautiful, isn't it? That word regardless, I'm just happy Regardless of the weather, regardless of the traffic, regardless of the nasty negative people in the world, regardless of whether there's wars or bushfires or floods or rains or droughts or medical pandemic or worldwide financial crisis, just happy. And could you choose to be? And that's a really personal question, I get that. Probably very confrontational. But if you are a parent, do you want your kids to think, oh, I wonder what mummy's going to be like today, or is mummy going to be happy all the time? If you're a boss, do you want your employees to be wondering, I wonder what my boss is going to be like today? Or would you like them to know that you're always cool, calm and collected under pressure? Is it possible that that is a leadership trait and perhaps the ultimate leadership trait that people can rely on you to be cool, calm and collected all the time? Uh, Having chatted to many paramedics in my life and had a lot to do with emergency situations when it comes to medical challenges... I ran health clubs for 23 years. so I've seen a lot of hassle happen. Um, people had heart attacks or they've passed out and become unconscious or they've had an epileptic fit or they've chopped their finger off or the whole heap of things I've dealt with in my career path as a health club manager. And it's interesting because the paramedics always say exactly the same thing to me. The ultimate first aid tool is to be cool. Most people die or most people uh, have much less chance of surviving because people panic. So here's a great question. Uh, Could we make panic never part of the solution? So could you just make a decision, I'm never going to panic? Regardless of what happens, I'm going to stay cool, calm and collected. Could that be a choice? And if it is, could that start today? And then the next one is, could I choose to be a happy person all of the time regardless? Now, one of the things that, obviously, you need tools to do that. Uh, If I ever feel my heart rate going up or ever feel like I'm getting stressed, which is your body saying you've got to move, that stressful feeling is epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol, which are stress drugs to say, move, Rowie. So that's exactly what I do. If I ever feel stressed, if I ever feel like I can't control this situation, I go punch the bag or I skip rope or I do push-ups or jump squats or sprint on the spot to get rid of that stressful feeling, to then pump happy drugs into my brain, to, to pump brain drive neurotropic factor into my brain, which then helps me to think more clearly, to be more creative. I've then got neuroplasticity so my brain works more effectively and I can think differently to overcome a challenge. But that's a choice. I can choose to get angry and people say, oh, I can't help if I'm angry. Well, could we? And if you feel yourself getting angry or if you feel yourself getting stressed, could it be a really good idea? And it's not go for a walk. It's go for a sprint because those movement drugs are not designed for the walking system. They're not designed for the aerobic system. They're designed for the phosphate 100% effort system. The stress drugs in your body, epinephrine, adrenaline, and cortisol are produced at a rapid rate when you feel stressed so that you can move. They're called movement drugs for a reason. So what if from this day forward, every time you feel stressed, every time you feel angry, every time you feel annoyed, every time you feel like you're becoming overwhelmed, instead of being grumpy or angry or moody or or changing the atmosphere at your house or at your work or at your church or at your gym or wherever it is, what if you just excused yourself for 10 seconds, sprinted on the spot, punched bag, did jump squats, did push-ups? I've been known to do this many times. I've sat on some very interesting uh, corporate boards. I've been in some tough, stressful situations when it comes to the corporate world. And whenever I felt that I, the decisions being made weren't effective and I didn't want to get into an argument or, or get into a stressful situation, i just say, excuse me, go out of the room, go to the ladies' room, sprint on the spot, do some push-ups, get, get out of breath. Calm my brain. Now I've got brain drive neurotropic factor to help me think more clearly. I've got dopamine and serotonin evened out in my brain, and I go back now into that situation cool, calm, and collected. And could that be the ultimate leadership tool to be cool, to be calm, and to be collected so that you can think clearly? So who are you? Who are you under pressure? Two of my favorite questions. It's easy to be happy. It's easy to be positive. It's easy to be in a good mood. It's easy to be a nice person when everything's going well. And I always use the example if you're on a, on a beautiful tropical island and the sun's shining and the ocean's blue and the, and the sand is white and you're with a beautiful person and you're having your favorite drink or your favorite meal, pretty bloody easy to be happy. But if it's pouring rain and freezing cold and, the, and your life's full of stress and there's no money and there's people str- trying to stress you out and people bullying you and, and life is terrible, everything around you is terrible, could you be the happy positive person who could pull all of that together and still find a positive in the negative? Could you find a positive thing to talk about when everybody else is talking about stress and drama? Could you be the person that when everybody else is angry and frustrated, you could tell a joke and help everybody to laugh? Is it possible that laughing will disperse that stress and make people feel better? And obviously you can't do that if you're in a bad mood. You can't do that if you're a grumpy person. You can't do that if you're frustrated and annoyed. Is it possible that you could choose from this day forward to be the cool, calm, collected leader in every situation? And could that be as simple as whenever you feel stressed, go sprint instead of feel stressed and go drink, go take drugs, go gamble, go yell at somebody? If you're a parent, and, and this is a, I'm begging this because I had parents that yelled and screamed at each other on a regular basis. And I remember very clearly how I didn't like that, how it made me feel. I would like to have people in my life who I can look up to and respect because they can remain cool in every situation. How about you?